Black to Canada is sponsored by OESeducation.org. OES Education is committed to unraveling the principles, processes, and practices that serve as the bedrock of enduring individual and corporate greatness. The objective of OES Education is to help people discover the power and energy that is within them and use it towards impacting and influencing their world. Through teaching, training, and research, OES Education has helped many individuals and institutions identify their core competencies and amplify their unique gifts and potential. OESeducation.org Welcome to the Black to Canada podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Oyunarin. We are continuing our conversation with the founder of Tubman Tours Canada, Rochelle Bush. Let's get right back into it. Um, you mentioned Harriet Tubman, that she actually, you know, she went to the church. Um, she was an American born in, in America, escaped enslavement. Um, but can you, you know, she did live in St. Catharines for a time period. So can you tell us about her life, how she came to live in the city, why, how long, just all the details of her time here in St. Catharines? Oh, okay. Thank you. So Harriet Tubman is our most famous member. So we know that when she was enslaved, that she was a Methodist. I mean, her father's narrative speaks to him being a Methodist. Mm -hmm. And in her narrative, her father was her greatest teacher. Mm -hmm. uh, we do know that she attended all the churches, uh, any church, because she loved the Lord, but we mm -hmm. believe that she was Methodist. Well, we don't even believe it. We know it as mm -hmm. fact, because mm -hmm. Tubman wouldn't have been anything else. Yeah. Um, but she, that wouldn't have prevent, prevented her from attending the Baptist church here in St. Catharines, mm -hmm. which was founded by Elder Washington Christian. Mm -hmm. So Harriet Tubman made it to St. Catharines because of the 1850 Fugitive Slave Law. Mm -hmm. She extended her Underground Railroad route um, mm -hmm. to Canada. Mm -hmm. We know this because in her most famous narrative that um, she provided to Jen Benjamin Drew that he published mm -hmm. on the Northside View of Slavery in 1856, mm -hmm. she said she would rather be in her native land. Mm -hmm. So it was because of the 1850 Fugitive Slave Act that she did cross the border. Yeah. Um, through Franklin Sanborn, we know that when she first arrived in December 1851, so in the winter, mm -hmm. she was chopping down trees so she was mm. working in the timber forest in the in the canadian winter so that's mm -hmm. what uh franklin sanborn Ooh. captured from her yeah wow. yeah <laughs> we also know that she operated a boarding house because there's documentation to support that so she that's where she lived with her elderly parents when she brought them to st Catharines in 1857 mm -hmm. and that's where she helped um freedom seekers resettle when she guided mm -hmm. some of them here to st Catharines or those that were in need of a home st Catharines was a tourist town so we know through Tubman's narrative that when she was living in Boston, mm -hmm. she worked in the big hotels and she worked as a domestic. Mm -hmm. We know that she did the same in Cape May, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't she do the same in St. Catharines? Exactly. So, yeah, but you'll, you'll, you can read some of this uh, recent narratives mm -hmm. where some folks will say, well, she was unemployed in St. Catharines or she couldn't find a job mm -hmm. or, you know, it was a fractured community because it lacked work. So she moved on to a different location such mm -hmm. as Auburn. And it's like, you know what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's not happening. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the truth. No. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it, there was an abundance of work here because it was a major tourist attraction. Exactly. So the population, say for example, in 1855, would have been 6,000 residents, including people mm-hmm. of African descent. Yeah, yeah. Tourism alone between May and October would double the population. Mm-hmm, you tell mm-hmm. me she couldn't get a job. Exactly, yeah. right? <laughs> at, at that time. And yeah, with all what that's going on, right? And yeah. that's all the hotels were employing were people of African descent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, she was mm-hmm. a cook, a laundress. She was everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. she had a, a lovely life here, but she returned mm-hmm. um, back to the U.S. during okay. the start of the civil war, but she okay. did purchase property in May, 1859 okay. in Auburn, New York, but okay. she came back around um, 1860, right after John Brown was captured because mm-hmm. it was found out that she was one of his co-conspirators. Uh, so she yeah. had to flee again. Yeah. Yes. So she came back and then finally left St. Catharines in 1861. Am I right about 1862. that? 1862. 1862. Early 1862. Yes. Okay. All right. And returned to Auburn, New York. After the civil war. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So she had just, yeah, a, a wonderful busy life here. It seems. Um, now, for those of our listeners who maybe haven't heard of the Underground Railroad, hopefully everybody has, but I don't want to assume. <laughs> Can you tell <laughs> us what the Underground Railroad was, what it entailed, who was involved, and just how important it was between America and, and Canada? So the Underground Railroad was a secret network of people helping enslaved people escape. Mm-hmm to freedom, whether it be in the Northern States or Canada. Mm -hmm. Uh, It consisted of code words that were operational when trains were being developed. Mm -hmm. So you would have code names such as passengers. Those were people that were escaping. Uh, You would have conductors, individuals like Harriet Tubman, who would go Mm -hmm. down uh, to the South and guide individuals to the North or to Canada. Mm -hmm. So I said earlier, it was a secret organization. So Mm -hmm. it operated like a secret society. Mm -hmm. It was illegal work, illegal activity. And those that Mm -hmm. were participating were breaking the law. Mm. So the 1850 Fugitive Slave Law Act said you could not um, aid and abet individuals if Mm -hmm. they were escaping. You had to assist law enforcement. Underground Railroad participants, of course, were the opposite. Mm -hmm. So it was important to help individuals gain their freedom. Mm-hmm. Very, very few white folks in the South were involved. Now there were some, mm-hmm. but they weren't in, a, in abundance as people of African descent. And people who were escaping from enslavement usually did it on their own. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have a lot of support, but they were able to stop at safe houses if yeah. they knew of the location. But many mm. did not have that opportunity as well. Mm. So someone like Tubman, she was well established. She knew the network. Yeah. Other individuals, if they didn't know the network, they were taking the risk. Wow. And they wow. wouldn't go knock on a door and ask for help. Yeah, They would just, yeah. you know, lie low during the day and move about at night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, the Underground Railroad, such, um, such dangerous. It's so, I always like put myself back and try to imagine if I could do that and just the strength and the resilience and the courage of our ancestors to to do that just to experience their god-given right of freedom right and and not to be enslaved and seen as property um yes so yeah we we were grateful for Harriet Tubman and all those who helped um with the Underground Railroad but 
Is there anything else you want to tell us about history, Black history specifically in St. Catharines or the Salem Chapel or, um, you know, how long will renovations be if people want to come and take a tour later on when it's all done and meet you and, you know, hear more about um, Black history? Yeah. Thank you. So the renovations, uh, they're paused right now. They should begin again next month. So in September, hopefully everything that's on our list, Mm -hmm. so the five projects will be completed by April. Uh, We need the interior done because, you know, God willing, the pandemic will be over. Everybody will be vaccinated and we can start uh, inviting uh, tours again. Yes, yes. So we're hoping for that. And then after that, then it's on to the next phase, which would be making Salem Chapel accessible because it's not. Mm, okay. Um, the law is that it has to be accessible by 2025. Okay. Um, yeah. So we're looking forward to all of that. Um, with regards to another important piece about Black history, mm-hmm. what we do know about the Underground Railroad is it stopped at the border. Mm. So when freedom seekers crossed the border, anywhere they settled became their last stop on the Underground Railroad. And Mm. that's why so many sites in Canada can claim, you know, uh, the most northern terminus stop or, you know, the final stop on the Underground Railroad. Mm -hmm. Um, So pretty much everybody does that. But with St. Catharines, um, and we are blessed, Mm -hmm. Frederick Douglass labeled us Mm -hmm. an Underground Railroad stop. Ah, So we can say that. Yeah, um, but everybody can still say that as well because it where your ancestors settled. So for myself, for example, yeah. I believe Aura was one of the northern terminus stops mm-hmm. because that's where my paternal uh, yes. ancestor settled. And okay. of course, he escaped from Virginia. He settled there, so it's an underground railroad stop mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know a couple of people as well from Owen Sound who claim that as well, right? As a most yes, northern yes. stop as well. Yes. Also. Yeah. Yes. So rich black history in St. Catharines, um, you know, listeners, if you get the chance to visit, please do, but wait till next year when all the renovation, re- renovations are done and you can go and meet with Rochelle and, and learn more about Harriet Tubman and, and black history in the area. Rochelle, thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to add? Can you give us the, the email address um, of how people can donate and the website and um, how can people reach you or or get in touch with you? Okay, so for the Salem Chapel, uh, yes. the email address is scbmec at gmail.com. And you can also reach me through that email address as well. So for any church inquiries, um, if you want to e-transfer a donation, <laughs> or as well as to contact me. So you can reach me through there or Tubman Tours Canada, of course. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rochelle. Thank you for having me on. Oh, no problem. It was my pleasure. Now, I hope by listening to today's episode that you learned more about Rochelle Bush, Black History in St. Catharines, Ontario, the Underground Railroad, Harriet Tubman, and the Salem Chapel. Join me next time on Black to Canada. Might I add, it is in our DNA to overcome. Our melanin tells a story of matchless beauty and perseverance. Listen as we journey. See, our skin has always been more than what meets your eye. It's deeper than that. 